Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar. This is going to be episode 26. And today, uh, because I wasn't able to do the readings this week for St. Joseph, um, this is going to be the readings in honor of St. Joseph. So let's begin. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray to the Lord our God for me and with me. Amen. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Okay, and okay, this is the Gloria. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us, for you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father, amen, amen. Okay, so, there, you know, you have to, when you, when you think of St. Joseph, one of the most amazing things, like I said, you know, it's always Every, it amazes everybody, I think, Protestants, Catholics, Orthodox, and even non-believers. Not one word is ever recorded from his lips. Not one single word, not a prayer. You have a prayer from Zechariah, St. Elizabeth, the Blessed Mother, Simeon. But not one prayer to... To, from Joseph that's attributed to him. Not one prayer. It baff, you know, it's it's baffling when you think about it. And and I guess it's baffling if you look at it from this side of reality, right? Without the eyes of faith. Everyone is, I guess you can say, shocked. Why? Why, why not one canticle? There's not even a response, like an encounter with the angel, the way our blessed lady did, you know, and, and the famous, her famous fiat. Nothing like that from him. And I think the best way we have to look at it is look at St. Joseph through the eyes of God the Father. And I think in many ways, 
we have to look at it that his silence is is basically the Father speaking, the God the Father speaking through him. God the Father expressing his love for the whole world and obviously for God the Son and for the whole world through the silent manhood of St. Joseph. And St. Joseph's silent manhood and fatherhood expresses that of God the Father. Because that, that to me, he is the voice of God the Father. He is expressing the fatherhood. God the fatherhood is expressing his silence, his love, his fatherhood through him. And I think that's the best way to look at it. I didn't say it perfectly, but we have to look at it that way because it's just magnificent when you think about it. Everything... Anything Joseph had to say, basically, I think his silence was not was not really a silence, but it was the the voice of God the Father talking to us through uh, through Saint Joseph. I think the intimacy there is profound. We just miss it, you know, like the part where. Joseph was told by the, you know, when, when, when the, the passage, which everybody reads, misreads, they read, they really read into it. Like the part where, when he finds out our lady is pregnant and he wanted to put her away quietly, not to disgrace her publicly. Everybody thinks that he is, that he Oh man, he, you know, it's 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 really wrong when people think this way. That he thinks Mary might have done something immoral, that she might have been with a man, or people think this. People think this. People read this into the text. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say he had that suspicion, or he had this thought that she committed some kind of sin. No. What what I think, what I really truly believe is that he himself did not believe he had any place in this. He believes her. I believe that when Mary when when Mary and him talked about it because it says when she was found to be with child of the Holy Spirit, he thought to put her away quietly, not to make a public humiliation of her. He must have believed her. He had to believe her. In his heart, he knew she was not capable of such a horrible thing. He knew in his heart that she was holy, that she is holy and the most purest thing on earth that is from God 
and of God. But he did not have, he didn't, he did, he did not believe. Well, at least he, he at the moment he didn't have a sign that he was part of anything. So he simply thought he had to leave the scene. But that's not what, that's not it. God sent an angel to speak to him. That this is, you are part of the plan. And once he had this confirmation, he got up, he took her into his home. They were already married, legally married. In Galilee, I think scholars believe it was much more conservative than it is in uh, Judea or other parts where the men might have legal rights to their wife during the during the um, pre-marriage engagement because they were already legally married. In Galilee, no, they had to wait the, the proper uh, few uh, time before the final vows. Anyway, let's begin the reading. So I'm going to use the, the Magnificat. They have here a, um, a morning prayer. Um, this is um, from March 20th. Uh, St. Joseph's Spouse is a Blessed Virgin. Prayer for the morning. Um, I want to title this uh, In Honor of St. Joseph. Okay. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It is good to give thanks to the Lord to proclaim your love in the morning. It is good to give thanks to the Lord to proclaim your love in the morning. Glory to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. This is a hymn to St. Joseph. Joseph, be our guide and pattern, faithful to your sacred trust, strong protector of the Virgin, and the infant Jesus Christ. Joseph, firm and faithful, guide us. Joseph, walk the way with us. Faithful to the guiding vision, listening to the angel's word, shielding Mary from all slander, guarding Christ, both Son and Lord. Joseph, true and trusting, guide us. Joseph, walk the way with us. All right, this is going to be Psalm 92. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the strength on the ten stringed lair and lute, with the murmuring and sound of the harp. Joseph, your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands, I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works! How deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. The just will, will flourish like the palm tree, and grow like a Lebanon cedar, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God, and still bearing fruit when they are old and still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. 
Glory be to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Uh, there's a reading now from a, a portion from the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 17, verse 7 and 8. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is the Lord. He is like a tree planted besides the waters that stretches out its roots to the streams. To the stream. It's, it, um, it fears not the heat when it comes. Its leaves stay green. In the year of drought, it shows no distress, but still bears fruit. By faith, he was, he was counted justified. Referring to Abraham, this is probably from the uh, letter of the Hebrews. Okay, this is going to be the uh, Litany to St. Joseph. I thought we'll say this before we do the readings. This is for public or private use. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, hear us. Christ, graciously hear us. God, the Father of heaven, have mercy on us. God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy on us. God, the Holy Ghost, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on us. Holy Mary, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. Illustrious Son of David, pray for us. Light of Patriarchs, pray for us. Spouse of the Mother of God, pray for us. Chaste Guardian of the Virgin, pray for us. Foster Father of the Son of God, pray for us. Watchful Defender of Christ, pray for us. Head of the Holy Family, pray for us. Joseph Most Just, pray for us. Joseph Most Chaste, pray for us. Joseph Most Prudent, pray for us. Joseph Most Valiant, pray for us. Joseph Most Obedient, pray for us. Joseph Most Faithful, pray for us. Mirror of Patience, pray for us. Lover of Poverty, pray for us. Model of Workmen, pray for us. Glory of Home Life, pray for us. Guardian of Virgins, pray for us. Pillar of Families, pray for us. Solace of the Afflicted, pray for us. Hope of the sick, pray for us. Patron of the dying, pray for us. Terror of demons, pray for us. Protector of the Holy Church, pray for us. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, spare us, O Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, graciously hear us, O Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. He made him... Lord of his household and prince over all his possessions. O God, who in the who thine ineffable and ineffable providence didst vouchsafe to choose blessed Joseph to be the spouse of thy most holy mother, grant we beseech thee that we whom we we that he whom we venerate as our protector on earth may be our in, intercessor in heaven who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen.
Let me read it one more time. God, who in thine ineffable providence did vouchip to choose blessed Joseph to be the spouse of thy most holy mother, grant we beseech thee that, we, that he whom we venerate as our protector on earth may be our intercessor in heaven, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. And this is a novena to St. Joseph, glorious St. Joseph, faithful follower of Jesus Christ. To thee do we... All right, let me try one more time here. Novena to St. Saint Joseph. O glorious St. Joseph, faithful follower of Jesus Christ, to thee do we raise our hearts and hands to implore thy powerful intercession in obtaining from the benign heart of Jesus all the helps and graces we graces necessary for our spiritual and temporal welfare, particularly the grace of a happy death and a special favor we now implore. So um, this now we state our petition here, and my hope is, my prayer is that many of of our relatives who are struggling uh, with faith, struggling with uh, addictions, struggling with um, you know, ailments and diseases, and um, even those who are maybe unemployed, everyone, even the elderly who are alone and struggling with, with ailments, that they will find comfort, that they, their prayers, they will find strength of faith and that their prayers will may be answered. We, we ask St. Joseph to pray for them and we ask, we ask this in Christ Jesus' name, amen. O guardian of the word incarnate, we have confidence that thy prayers on our behalf will be graciously heard before the throne of God. Amen. And then it says here, then say the following uh, seven times. Wow. In honor of the seven sorrows of St. Joseph. All right. O glorious St. Joseph, through thy love for Jesus Christ and for the glory of his name, hear our prayers and obtain our petitions. Je Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, assist us. Okay, glorious Saint Joseph, through thy love for Jesus Christ and for the glory of his name, hear our prayers and obtain our petitions. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, assist us. O glorious Saint Joseph, through thy love for Jesus Christ and for the glory of his name, hear our prayers and petitions. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, assist us. O glorious Saint Joseph, through thy love for Jesus Christ, for the glory of his name, hear our prayers and obtain our petitions. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, assist us. O glorious Saint Joseph, through thy love for Jesus Christ and for the glory of his name, hear our prayers and obtain our petitions. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, assist us. O glorious Saint Joseph, through thy love for Jesus Christ and for the glory of his name,
hear our prayers and obtain our petitions. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, assist us. O glorious Saint Joseph, through thy love and for, um, for Jesus Christ and for the glory of his name, hear our prayers and obtain our petitions. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, assist us. I hope that was uh, seven, but one more I guess wouldn't hurt, right? O glorious Saint Joseph, through thy love for Jesus Christ, for the glory of his name, hear our prayers and obtain our petitions. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, assist us. All right, and this is a memoir to Saint Joseph. Remember, O most pure spouse of the Virgin Mary, Saint Joseph, my beloved patron, that never has it been heard that anyone invoked thy patronage and sought thine aid without being comforted, inspired by this confidence, O come to thee, I come to thee, and fervently command myself to thee, uh, and despise not my petitions, dear foster father of our Redeemer, but accept it graciously. Amen. Well, that's an interesting, um, it makes sense, seven. Seven is the number of perfection. And, um, you know, this is something I think we should consider. Um, I've heard many saints, I've read this about many, even St. Therese, uh, St. Teresa Bonvilla, all many in their lifetime on earth before, you know, in their lifetime on earth, before they were ever declared saints themselves, all went to St. Joseph. And he was, he's always been known, everybody always says, go to St. Joseph. All right, let's begin uh, our other readings. All right, a reading. The first reading is from, um, well, the first entrance antiphon here is from Luke. Behold, a faithful and prudent steward whom the Lord set over his household. From uh, Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 12, verse 42. And the first reading is from the second book of Samuel. The Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father. This is a quote from Luke chapter 1, verse 32. And Samuel, the, the second book of Samuel, is chapter 7, verse 4 to 5, 12 to 14, and then 16. The Lord spoke to Nathan and said, Go tell my servant David, when your time comes and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your heir after you sprung from your loins, and I will make his kingdom firm. It is he who shall build a house for my name. And I will make his royal throne firm forever. I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom shall endure forever before me. Your throne shall stand forever firm forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And then uh, Psalm 89. The son of the response is the son of David will live forever. The promises of the Lord I will sing forever. Through all generations my mouth shall proclaim your faithfulness. For you have said my kindness is established forever. In heaven you have confirmed your faithfulness. The son of David will live forever. I have made a covenant with my chosen one. 
I have sworn to David my servant, forever will I confirm your posterity and establish your throne for all generations. The son of David will live forever. He shall say of me, You are my father, my God, the rock, my savior. Forever I will maintain my kindness towards him, and my covenant with him stands forever. The son of David will live forever. All right. The second reading is a letter is from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans chapter 4 verse 13, 16, 18 and 22. Brothers and sisters, it was not through the law that the promise was made to Abraham and his descendants that he would inherit the world, but through the righteousness that comes from faith. For this reason, it depends on faith so that it may be a gift and the promises may be guaranteed to all his descendants, not to those who only adhere to the law, but to those who follow the faith of Abraham, who is the father of all of us. As, as it is written, I have made you father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom we believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into being what does not exist. He believed, hoping against hope, that he would become the father of many nations. According to what it was said, thus shall your descendants be. That is why it was created to whom as credited, I'm sorry, thus shall your descendants be that it that is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I'll read it one more time. Uh, uh, letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 4, verse 13, 16 to 18 and 22. Brothers and sisters, it was not through the law that the promise was made to Abraham and his descendants that he would inherit the world but through the righteousness that comes from faith. For this reason, it depends on faith, so that it may be a gift and the promise may be guaranteed to all his descendants, not to those who only adhere to the law, but to those who follow the faith of Abraham, who is the father of all of us. As it is, as it is written, I have made you father of many nations. He is he is our father in the sight of God, in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into being what does not exist. He believed, hoping against hope, that he would become the father of many nations. According to what it was said, thus shall your descendants be. That is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, now we're reading from the gospel. Uh, verse before the gospel. Blessed are those who dwell in your house, O Lord. They never cease to praise you. Joseph did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Chapter 1, verse 16, 18 to 21 and 24. Jacob 
was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. Now this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about, when his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph. But before they lived together, she was found with childs through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention. When, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife into your home, for it is, it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to, to name him Jesus, because he will save his people. He will save his people, sorry, pages, from their sins. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took his wife, Mary, into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. And now uh, they give you an optional reading uh, from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 2, verse 41 to 51a. Your father and I have been looking for you with great anxiety. This is the finding in the temple. All right. Each year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the feast of Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to festival custom. After they had completed its days, <clears throat> as they were returning, the boy, just uh, Jesus, remained behind in Jerusalem. But his parents did not know it. Thinking that he was in the caravan, they journeyed for a day looking for him among their relatives and acquaintances, but not finding him, they returned to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, <clears throat> they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished and his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been looking for you with great anxiety. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. He went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay. Ah, this is a uh, prayer preface mission of St. Joseph. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, and on the solemnity of St. Joseph to give you to give you fitting praise, 
to glorify you and bless you. For this just man was given by you a spouse to the Virgin Mother of God and set as a wise and faithful servant in charge of your household to watch like a father over your only begotten son who was conceived by the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit, our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, the angels praise your majesty. Dominions adore and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exaltation. May our voices, we pray, join with others in humble praise as we acclaim, holy, 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 Lord God and power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna to the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna to the highest. All right. I just wanted to to pray that. I thought it was, I always like those. I mean, I never get to hear it. And I hardly ever get a chance to make it to the Mass of St. Joseph because of work. And here's the meditation of the day. This is by Bishop Jacques Bignan Bousset. He, uh, Bishop uh, Jacques Bignan Bousset passed away in 1704. He was known as the Eagle of Muex and was a French bishop, theologian, and renowned orator. So this is uh, a meditation. A father's heart. An angel of the Lord was sent to Joseph and said to him, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. How calm are those words. What astonishment and what humility were Joseph's. If we are to have any understanding at all of these things, it is for God alone to give, to give it to us. She will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus. Why you? You are not the father. He has no father but God. But God has transferred his rights to you. You will stand as a father to Jesus Christ, formed by the Holy Spirit in the womb of the one who belongs to you. He also belongs to you with the authority and right of a father. Then have also a father's heart toward Jesus. God who fashions the hearts of all. Psalm 33 verse 15. Today places a father's heart in you. How blessed are you. For at the same time he gives Jesus the heart of a son toward you. You are the true spouse of his holy mother. You share with her this beloved son and the graces that flow from his love. Go then at the proper time, name the child, giving him the name Jesus, both for you and for us, so that he will be our, our savior as well as, our, as well as yours. After his dream and the angel's words, Joseph was changed man. He became a father and a husband in his heart. The effect of his marriage was the tender care that he had for Mary 
and the divine child, he began this blessed ministry by traveling to Bethlehem, and we know all that follows from it. That was beautiful. You see, right there, that's the way you, you meditate on it. That's, in a sense, like a Alessio Divina, contemplation. Why him? And I, and I truly believe, like Fulton Sheen said, God the Father expressed himself through the manhood, the silent manhood of St. Joseph, to, through his silent manhood. You know, everybody always asks, why didn't he, why isn't one prayer recorded? Because Joseph didn't have to say anything. Joseph's prayer was a silence. Joseph was a was like a contemplative father. He was the expression. He was contemplating. He was expressing himself. He was giving himself completely to the father, to Jesus and to the world. His silent manhood and his obedience and love is a, is a model for all men. You know, the failure I think has been that in in, in lately is that the church, not all of them, a lot of priests are faithful, and I tend to agree with. Um, and I'm going to do something on the episode, a podcast on Calvin Robinson, the Anglican uh, deacon priest. I think he's been ordained a priest, and he said this is that many of the bishops are really not believers. Not all of them, but majority of them. They look at the, they don't really, because there's been a failure to teach on their behalf. We've had, we've had, we're lucky in the Catholic Church, we've had good priests. The problem is the bad, the bad priests have been given a bigger platform. Joseph is a model of true manhood, true manhood, true, a true Christian manhood. We need to learn how to teach that. We need to learn how to, how to, how to express that. Why him? Because God saw himself in Joseph. God saw himself in Joseph manhood. God loved St. Joseph. Joseph. St. Joseph was pro is probably the only man on earth who reflected God the Father. And because God the Father wanted him. God the Father made him this way. Fantastic. You know, in a sense you can say he, Joseph is truly is the first Christ bearer. Even though Mary was the one who gave birth to him. She is the mother of God. But Joseph took care of both Mary and Joseph. I mean, Mary and Jesus, excuse me. He took care of them. He took care of the Lord. He took care of him and watched him and loved him. Jesus Christ loved Joseph, loved him. Joseph taught him the prayers. Joseph taught him how to use tools. Joseph walked with him. Joseph, I mean, 
had the most intimacies. And in many ways, spiritually, we have to walk with Jesus. We have to talk with Jesus. Jesus will, Jesus gave himself to the humanity of, of Joseph, as well as Mary. The relationship with Mary is obviously different with Jesus than it is with Joseph. But still, it was a relationship. All right, let's end it here. And uh, let's move on from there. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was, was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. He rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.